Do aliens exist and are they among us? Are weird creatures lurking in the darkness? Do evil entities hide in the shadows of your bedroom while you sleep? Join us as we explore all this and more on the Warped Reality Podcast. <laughs> What's going on all you crazy ghost enthusiasts out there? It's your boy Ghost Joe. Welcome to episode four of the Warped Reality Podcast. I have an excellent show planned for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to talk some new segments, some old segments. We're going to talk about some paranormal stuff and have a little bit of fun while doing it, right? So let's get into it. So the first thing I'd like to talk about tonight, guys, is I had received an anonymous email uh, from a fan, of all things, and I would like to read this to you uh, because I had a very interesting question. So let's get into it. That's what my daughter says. I thought it might. Okay, never mind. Hey, Ghost Joe, I'm a longtime listener. And although I love all of your social media content on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and of course your website, warpedrealitypodcast.com, I noticed that you never explained where the name The Warped Reality Podcast came from. What gives, Ghost Joe? Well, thank you, Anonymous, for that awesome email. And I appreciate you... Li- Wait. You, you, guys, you guys believe me that that's, that was a real email, right? No? Um, well, okay. So I, I wrote that email to myself. Uh, mainly because I haven't been getting any emails from you guys. Or phone calls, for that matter. So, if you could, if you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share, question, comment, review, or you'd like to be a guest in the show, you could call me at 845-379-1331, or you could email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com. But I will answer this question anyway, so here we go. So, the Warped Reality Podcast, the name comes from an old rock band, that I used to have uh, back when I was 20, 20, yes, 20 years young. And yeah, I, I'm a guitar player. I don't know if you guys have heard me say that in uh, the uh, Ghost Hacks podcast, but yes, I've been playing guitar for 25 years. And I, that is my old band. And actually, the announcer that you hear in the beginning was my old singer, Dave. Uh, one of my buddies, Nat, who is a huge listener of the podcast, as well as he'll be contributing some, um, stories with us as well. Uh, he was the bass player as well as my buddy, Steve, who did a lot of the artwork for me for the Warped Reality podcast. Uh, he was also a bass player at one point. So I still, uh, am very close with all of my old band members from that, uh, actually, <laughs> they they didn't even make up that name. We didn't even make that up. Uh, we had a contest amongst our friends uh, about, you know, who could come up with the best band name. And uh, a friend of ours at the time had come up with it. And the prize was $20. Um, I don't think he ever got the $20. But uh, that whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's where the name came from. Uh, it was my old band. So, yeah, from 20 years ago. 
Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. But Warped Reality lives on. So right now I want to talk to you guys about a Latin American folklore named La Llorona. La Llorona means in Spanish, the weeping woman. So the legend goes like this, right? If you haven't seen the movie, I don't know. I've actually never seen it. Uh, I am very far behind on horror movies because the other half doesn't like them. So I don't get to see them that often. But I promise you that'll change soon because I want to make it part of this show anyway with these reviews. So the real uh, lore of La Llorona is about a woman named Sao Chil, who was a very beautiful woman. She was always accosted or well, courted by many, many men. When she got a little older, she had married and had children. One day she saw her husband uh, with another woman and she got so blinded with rage that she took her children and drowned them in the water. Once she came to her senses, she tried to revive her children uh, to no avail. So legend has it that she is seen around bodies of water. Uh, she is a very beautiful woman in a white dress, and she could be heard screaming and wailing for her deceased children. So the very first time that La Llorona was portrayed on film was in a 1935 film uh, of the same name filmed in Mexico. So guys, the most recent sighting of La Llorona was actually at the end of July uh, in Laredo, Texas on Mines Road in Laredo, Texas. Uh, a bunch of people have been seeing a lady in white walking along the side of the road uh, near a body of water. Uh, looking very, very sad. And, you know, everybody's been kind of too afraid to approach her, of course, uh, being the whole legend and everything, which is probably a good idea. And someone actually had taken a very, very convincing picture of this lady in white, uh, which I will have in the blog section of WarpedRealityPodcast.com, so please go check that out. And while you're there, go check out everything else. I have all the other episodes there, as well as information on guests uh, and all of the social media links as well. So please go to WarpedRealityPodcast.com and check that out. Also, leave me a review there, and I'm sure you'll find something for everyone on WarpedRealityPodcast.com. So right now we're going to go into one of my favorite segments, and I've been hearing a lot of great uh, responses for it, which is April's Creepy Corner. Uh, she has a great episode today, as always, and yeah, so stay tuned, check it out. Hello, spooky friends, this is April's Creepy Corner, and in this episode we are talking all about haunted hotels. There certainly is no shortage of haunted locations to visit here in the U.S. Whether you fancy historic graveyards, spooky houses, haunted prisons, or bed and breakfast, there is absolutely something for everyone. Today we will focus on the top most haunted hotels to stay in. According to Travel Channel's list of the top 10 haunted hotels, we have the Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, California, La Fonda on the Plaza in Santa Fe, New Mexico, the Stanley Hotel in Colorado, the Logan Inn in New Hope, Pennsylvania, the Equinox in Vermont, the Peter Shields Inn in beautiful Cape May, 
Bay, New Jersey, the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California, the Crescent Hotel and Spa in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, Hotel Provincial in New Orleans, Louisiana, and Hotel Chelsea right here in New York City. Now, let's dive a little deeper into a few of these locations. Let's begin by taking a look at the Roosevelt Hotel, located at 7000 Hollywood Boulevard in California. This 12-story hotel opened May 15, 1927, and has been a center of Hollywood life since the hosting of the first Oscars in 1929. Marilyn Monroe had a long association with the hotel, and she often stayed in the second-floor cabana overlooking the pool. After her death, she has been reportedly seen by numerous maids, employees, and guests. She is called the hardest-working ghost in California, as her spirit has also been reported around her former home in Brentwood, as well as in mirror reflections at the carousel on Santa Monica Pier. Another famous guest of the hotel was four-time Academy Award nominee Montgomery Clift. Clift stayed in the room 928 for a few months, preparing for one of his roles in 1953. He was considered one of the most talented actors of his generation, but battled alcohol, drugs, depression, and unfortunately, a very disfiguring car accident. Guests who stay in room 928 report Clift's spirit to turn up the heat, switch on the radio repeatedly, and other things. The mournful sounds of the actor playing the bugle are said to sadly echo down the hallways, particularly at night. Moving on to the Croson Hotel and Spa in Arkansas. This hotel is said to be possibly the most haunted in all of America by many investigators. Over the years, many guests have reported ghost sightings and other paranormal activity. Two mediums were brought in in 1997 to conduct a reading of the building. They found that the hotel, get this, showed strong signs of being a portal to the other side, as in a dimension that holds the spirits of the dead. Today, the Eureka Springs bring in many visitors for their Halloween activities, ghost tours, zombie parade, seances, and haunted shows. If you ever get the chance to visit, I highly encourage you to go check this out. Moving on to the Hotel Chelsea in New York. There are certainly plenty of famous guests and ghosts here, including Dylan Thomas, who died of pneumonia while staying here in 1953 punk rock icon Sid Vicious and his girlfriend Nancy Spungen, who was found dead of a stab wound in 1978. And also Bob Dylan, Janis Joplin, The Grateful Dead, Andy Warhol, Madonna, Mark Twain, and the list goes on and on. The Chelsea Hotel housed survivors from the 1912 sinking of the Titanic. A woman named Mary was one of these survivors, and she lost her husband during the ship's fateful voyage. She was so depressed that she hung herself in the room on her fourth floor. She is often seen at the west end of the building, in the mirror, and is referred to as the vain ghost. There is Nadia, the severed hand ghost, leading a sad life with an alcoholic husband and parents who disproved of her life choices. Nadia was forced to support herself and her children by being a seamstress. She accidentally cut off her hand during an accident using industrial scissors and was in so much pain, both physically and emotionally, that she threw herself from the window and she has been seen floating outside the upper windows in a white flowy gown since then. Ready to put your bravery to the test and stay at one of these locations? Or maybe you even already have stayed and would like to share your experiences with us at 845-379-1331 or email ghostjoeny at gmail.com. Stay spooky. That was awesome, April. Um, actually, I would love to stay in one of those places. I think it would be very, very interesting. Unfortunately, I'm married with children, so that probably wouldn't happen. Uh, but it would be a great experience. I, I've i never actually been on a proper uh, paranormal investigation before, uh, so I would definitely love to do that. So if you're a paranormal investigator uh, in the New York area and wouldn't mind me tagging along, uh, you know, please reach out to me uh, at the um, phone number or the email address that April had just said. 
uh, I, I would love to go, and we could even document it on the podcast as well and give you guys a little bit of exposure. So please, please get in touch with me if you'd like to do that. So are you looking to buy a house by any chance? Well, if you're looking to buy a house, but you're a little hesitant that someone may sell you a house that's haunted, um, if you live in these four states, you can rest assured that certain things must be disclosed uh, prior to the purchase, or at least they were in the uh, real estate bylaws uh, to be discussed in some way, shape, or form. So in New York State, the courts will rescind a home sale if the seller creates and perpetuates a reputation that the house is haunted and then takes unfair advantage of the buyer's ignorance of the home's ghostly reputation. Uh, in New Jersey, a seller must truthfully tell a buyer if their home has unwanted ghostly occupants, but only if asked. Many states have statutes that say property facts that could cause stigma or psychological impact need not be disclosed, and Minnesota deliberately mentions paranormal or supernatural activity as a psychologically affected attribute that does not need to be disclosed. Uh, that's that's pretty insane. Um, nine states have laws around the disclosure of a death on the property. In California, sellers must disclose a death on the property within three years. In Alaska, a death within one year must be disclosed. In South Dakota, sellers must disclose a homicide on the property. In Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, New Hampshire, New Jersey, and South Carolina, sellers must disclose a death on the property, but only if asked. So mind you guys, this article wasn't found on some silly paranormal website that, uh, you know, may not be true. This was actually found on Zillow, which, of course, if you've ever looked for a home, you know that Zillow is one of the biggest places to find a house online. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not promoting that uh, because I'm not getting paid from them. But I'm just saying that it is a very reputable site uh, as well, you know, as far as real estate goes. And this was an article on there. The link to the article will be in the show notes below. If you happen to live in a haunted house and you want to share some of your experiences, please give me a call at 845-379-1331 and let me know. You could leave a voicemail there. Uh, it, it's only three minutes, so if you run out of time, please call back and resume your call. You could do so anonymously if you choose, or if you want, you could just email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com and let me know your paranormal experience of anything, actually. So, yeah, please do that. I'd love to hear from you. I'm sure everybody else would love to hear your story. And remember, no judgment here, guys. And now for everyone's, well, I don't know if it's everyone's uh, favorite, second favorite, third favorite, whatever. But it's, uh, it's a segment, you know, called I Read It on Reddit. So today's Reddit comes from someone that works in a gym. So check this out, guys. So I work at a small gym in my local town. For the first year, nothing paranormal happened. Everything felt normal. But recently, 
things have started to happen that I can't explain. It started with a member of the gym coming to me asking if I'd left the speaker on. She trains on her own before the gym opens and before I get there, because she said she heard what sounded like a conversation between two people. I, too, had heard the same thing before, but not thought anything of it or really noticed it that much. She then went on to explain how she hears the door open, which is a very loud and distinct noise, followed by someone walking in, but then checks and no one has entered. If someone was leaving, there are three flights of stairs to get down, which you can hear also. I, too, had heard that before, but just thought I was hearing things. After this, the gym felt dark, is the word I, I would use. Also thick and uneasy. Where I used to feel cozy in there, now I feel on edge and apprehensive, like someone is there that I can't see, like someone's watching me. All this could just be because the member had put that those ideas in my head, but what happens next makes me not so sure. One day I was cleaning the toilets, which are in a separate room to the gym, I would hope so. I was alone in the gym, and in the left toilet out of the two, I then had a very vivid daydream of a very tall, dark figure, which filled the room, which filled the door to the toilets. When I woke up from this daydream, my heart was going very fast and I felt intense fear. Once again, I didn't connect this to anything. Then, sometime in the near future, I get a call from a guy who owns the gym. He was saying that a loft hatch uh, which was locked shut, had just fallen down and made a massive bang. This loft hatch needs to be lifted up and twisted and is difficult to get down. I tried so many ways to get it to fall and it just wouldn't. On top of these, I've seen transparent black masses darting across the gym, but only out the corner of my eye. If anyone knows what's going on, please get in touch with me as I feel like I've been seeing shadowy figures at home as well, and I'm afraid that these entities might be following me home. Wow. Um, that definitely makes me not want to go to the gym. So that's the excuse I'm going to use for not going to the gym now. The gym may be haunted. So before we get into the next segment or the next thing uh, on the show, I did want to let you guys know to please check out episode five uh, in two weeks. Uh, I believe it will be Friday, September 24th, because I have an interview with a psychic medium, Miss Cheryl Ann Elliott Fletcher. Uh, she was great, great interview. She answered a lot of questions that I always wanted to know. Uh, in the psychic medium field. Uh, everybody knows if you've heard me talk uh, about this subject that I'm very wary about psychic mediums, but I felt somewhat of a connection to her and she is she's the real deal, guys. So you're definitely going to want to tune in for the next episode, please. Um, with that being said, on with the show. So right now I'd like to debut a new segment called Peeling My Potatoes with Ghost Joe. So this segment is all about my gripes and um, my disdain for things in the paranormal community. 
this one I'd like to talk about is something I've I've mentioned in the past, but I would like to say this because this is probably one of one of my biggest gripes that really peels my potatoes is in these ghost hunting shows, uh, one in particular where these ghost hunters like to egg on and taunt uh, these supernatural entities to try and perform for them. Uh, one person in general that everybody knows I'm kind of a little, uh, you know, iffy about is Mr. Zach Bagans. He used to, now I've heard that he's, he's grown up. I've, I've talked to some people that actually know him. Um, and I've heard that he actually has grown up, uh, over the years and he doesn't really do this anymore. And I actually heard that he went back and made an episode where he apologized to some of these entities that he had taunted. So I'm happy to hear that. And I would definitely like to see that episode. And if I would love, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't listen to the show, but I would love for him to come on the show and, um, you know, kind of clear the air with me. I would love that. Uh, also, if you've heard my shows with the ghost hacks podcast, you know, I have a little gripe with Mr. Joe Rogan. So listen, man, the podcast off is still going strong, all right? I know you have a deal with Spotify, a million-dollar deal, and I'm just a lowly new podcaster. But, hey, I got you, man. Just, uh, you know, nothing nothing in the ring or anything, please, because uh, you, know, you would definitely kick my ass. So as I mentioned in the last episode, there is a convention coming up. At the end of October uh, 2021 in Connecticut called the Warrens Seekers of the Supernatural Paracon. Now, um, if you know anything about the Warrens, you know that they sadly have both passed away. But their nephew is now in charge of their old uh, society called the New England Society for Psychic Research. So this Paracon is going to have a whole bunch of speakers um, as well as what I am mostly excited about is the museum that they have featured in all of the movies, you know, the conjuring and, uh, the Annabelle movies and whatnot, and all of their cursed items. Well, a lot of their most prevalent cursed items are in this museum, um, basically to protect them from society. Well, guess what? A lot of them will be at this convention, including the real, the real cursed Annabelle doll. So let me ask you guys something. If you had an opportunity to see the real Annabelle doll up close and personal, now, of course, she will be in her um, glass case. Uh, would you do it? Not only uh, would you do that, but they are also allowing you to take pictures with the Annabelle doll as well. Um, so what would you guys do? Would you want to see the real Annabelle doll up close and personal and take pictures with her as well? Leave me an email at ghostjoeny at gmail.com and let me know. And also, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could either go to Apple Podcasts or go to warpedrealitypodcast.com and please leave me a review on my show. It really helps out and it helps uh, people to find my show a lot quicker. So I have a lot of great other ideas for the show, everybody. Uh, one of them I 
would love to do and I've been kind of toying with and, and stalling because I feel like I wouldn't be able to give it the attention that it should deserve. Um, so if you are a person that knows how to edit uh, audio and knows how to put sound effects in and, you know, really knows how to uh, sell a story, basically, um, I would love your help in this department. Um, please get in touch with me, 845-379-1331 or ghostjoeny at gmail.com. And maybe we could work on this um, because I feel like it would be a great segment to the show. And yeah, um, I have myself and my buddy Nat, who is also a super fan of the podcast, to help me write uh, short stories. And I would like to kind of bring them to life instead of just reading them as I do with the I read it on reddit and uh, everything else I want to bring them to life with some sound effects and with some creepy music and unfortunately uh, due to my job um, being so demanding and you know having a lot of hours plus being a father and not really having too much time to really even do this uh, I don't have the time to put into it, but I really, really want to bring this segment to you guys because I think it would be an awesome addition to the show. And yeah, so please, if you are or if you know someone that would be able to help me with this, please get in touch with me and we'll go from there. So before getting into the next thing, I would like to give a shout out to Miss Carmen Collins. Uh, she is a longtime listener, uh, even since uh, listening to the first season of the Ghost Hacks podcast as well. Uh, she's given me some great feedback, some great advice and some constructive criticism. And I thank you very much for being a fan. You know, she's seen me grow as a podcast host as well as an interviewer. And like I said, I greatly appreciate you always listening. You know, up until recently, I was thinking of canceling the podcast or just kind of giving up because I wasn't really getting the engagement or the numbers that I would love to get um, either through the downloads with the podcast or on the social media. But I... I'm pushing through it and I'm going with it and, and I'm not going to give up on this podcast because I feel like I have somewhat something to say, man. And although I don't really get maybe some of support in some places that I would like to, I am extremely grateful for the support that I get from the fans that listen all the time. And I'm not going to let you guys down. I'm not going to disappoint you. I'm going to keep going. And I hope we could build this podcast together. Please, you know, try and share it as much as possible with uh, people that you know that might be into interested in this kind of stuff. Um, you see, I'm not the normal uh paranormal podcast host with the creepy stuff going on. I do like that as well. And I'm don't, going to incorporate that a lot uh, as well. But I don't do the creepy voices and um, the ambient sounds all the time. And, you know, this is me and this is what you're going to get. So I hope, you know, um, 
I hope this is enough to make it a bigger deal than I feel it is. Also, I just want to have a uh, give a shout out to the uh, podcasting family that I have grown to know and love through doing this since November. Um, Bill Van Vagel, I love you, man. You're awesome. Thank you so much for always giving me all the great advice. Uh, if you know you've heard me talk about Bill or uh, you've heard his voicemails on the podcast, uh, he has two great podcasts called the Phantom Galaxy Podcast and the Land of the Creeps Podcast. So please check those out. Um, also, Eve S. Evans, who has multiple podcasts, <laughs> um, she is wonderful. She is always great with helping me with whether it be my logo or uh, she was my first interview actually and I will definitely be having her on again soon because she is an awesome person and you know I love you too Eve and also I haven't heard from him in a while but he has also given me some great advice and some great motivation Mr. Albie Robles of the Scare Me podcast so Please check everybody out. Uh, Google their names. Look them up. Um, Eve has a ton of books. She's a great author. And, yeah, so please support these people because, listen, we're not making um, if if money at all on these podcasts. Um, so we rely on you guys to listen to us and at least, you know, give us some motivation to keep going. Uh, which is what you guys are doing for me and what they have been doing for me as well. So thank you, everybody, for putting me in my place and letting me know that what I'm doing is actually worth it. And I love you guys, and that's all the sincerity that uh, I'm going to give for the rest of the episode. So thank you. So before we close out, my final segment is one that I love doing. It is called Horrible Reviews. This segment is all about me telling you my take and my review on certain horror movies, horror stories, horror books, or horror TV shows. So let's get into it. So this Horrible Review was a uh, recommendation from... The fan that I mentioned earlier, uh, Carmen, she had told me to check this movie out. I checked it out, and I'm going to review it for you guys, and I hope you enjoy the review. Um, this movie is called The Vigil. So The Vigil is a 2019 uh, very creepy film written and directed by Keith Thomas about a man named Yakov played by Dave Davis, who left the Orthodox Jewish community and turned his back on his faith. He is asked by a friend of the community to be a shamer. Uh, traditionally, the deceased is not to be left alone from the moment of death until burial is complete. The person watching over the deceased is referred to as a shamer. He soon realizes that the house is terrorized by a demon who, once it has its hold on a subject, will never let it go. As I say so many times, the scariest horror movies always have a religious element to them, making the story more realistic and violating at the same time. The demon feeds on Yakov's insecurities and his wrongdoings of his past. I definitely recommend this movie. Definitely. This movie was 
I mean, it ticked pretty much every box you could ever tick for for a great horror flick. So uh, definitely check this out. Uh, the thing that added to the creepiness factor for me is that the entire movie takes place in a single night. So there's no daytime at all in the movie. It's dark, and the ambience definitely will keep you looking over your shoulder while you're running to your bed after the movie. Um, great movie. Check it out. Amazon Prime Video. Uh, you can rent it there, buy it there, you know. And uh, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 potatoes. That's my new rating system, by the way. Potatoes. Get used to it. All right? So 7 out of 10 potatoes, the vigil. Check it out. Thanks for the suggestion, Carmen. If you have a suggestion uh, of a horror movie, TV show, or even a book or a short story or whatever that you'd like me to review, 845-379-1331, let me know. Or you could email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com and let me know. So with that being said, everyone, that is my show for the night. Episode four of the Warp Reality Podcast is signing off. Uh, episode five will be on Friday, September 24th. So please look out for that. It's going to have an interview with a very awesome psychic medium named Cheryl Ann Elliott Fletcher. And I know you're going to love it. So please stay tuned for that. Also, check me out on all the social media apps. I'm, I'm on all of them, including TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all, all, all that stuff. And also check out WarpRealityPodcast.com. All right, everybody. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Warp Reality Podcast. For more episodes, guest info, social media links, merch, and more, please check out WarpRealityPodcast.com. If you have a paranormal experience you'd like to share, questions, comments, or you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can leave me a voicemail at 845-379-1331 or email me at ghostshowny at gmail.com. You can do so anonymously if you'd like. Also, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or WorkRealityPodcast.com. Have an awesome night, everyone, and don't forget to change your shorts.